Hello and welcome to Grind Forever, the bi-weekly RPG podcast hosted by the lovely, lovely folks at PNB. I am your host, Dylan Tierney, and I am joined by Super Patron and uh, probably my favorite guest of all time, although that might be a little biased. Uh, say hello, Hannah. Hi. Again. Again, again. And uh, Hannah, you did, what was it, Final Fantasy Nine a few months back. Mm-hmm. Um and in that time, we've kind of revamped our Patreon and sort of retooled some things around. You've been supporting us for a long time. Of Thank course, you. Thank of you. Course. Thank you. <laughs> um, and after a few months, you support PNB at that uh, sort of primo level, and you get to be not only on the show, but you get to pick the topic of any show you want to be on. And this episode of Grind Forever just so happens to be not just Kingdom Hearts, because we already did Kingdom Hearts. Sorry. Uh, but, hey. I'm just saying, I'm saving this best favorite one for you. Yeah, okay. All right. Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep, released for the PSP in like 2009 or something. It's almost 10 something years old. Something like that. I, was in, I think I was in... Um, oh, I high school? I, yeah, I was in high school. I was, think, I was a junior because one of my friends who was in my science lab with me, he was playing it on his PSP. And I was like, oh my gosh, look at those characters. I don't know who any of them are. And I was like, I don't even know if I should play it. But Did you not know Kingdom Hearts at the time? I didn't know it was Birth by Sleep because completely different set of characters. characters. But you, could you know? Could you tell by like what was going on that hey, it's a Kingdom Hearts game at least well, or something? Well, yeah, because I mean he showed me how to play it. And he let me borrow it and like like play it a little bit when we had downtime in the lab. Sorry, Mr. Pellis here. Yeah, well, I mean that 2009. What's a what's a girl lonely girl to do? You know, when there's downtime in a science lab, I guess play the PSP. But oh man, I. Forget that this was this was a time when a lot of PSP games were just trying to be like sort of watered down PS2 games, honestly, in terms of presentation. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the games that I think benefited the most from those kind of HD updates. The five or six of them, I think, they've done at this point um, for Kingdom Hearts and Birth by Sleep is what it's a prequel, right? <clears throat> prequel to the original Kingdom Hearts, yeah. And it stars uh, Aqua. Okay, hold on. Don't let me, let me, let me think. Okay, so, because I, I've only played one Kingdom Hearts game. Yeah, I know. Uh, but it was the best one, so, I mean, you know. No. Well, this one might even. be the best one. But, so there's Aqua, Terra, and Ventus. You got it. Boom, there's your trio. You got it. Uh, there's no Sora, Riku, or Kairi to be seen, at least in the outset. Wow. Um, what? They're in there. Well, no, I said in the outset, like, starting out. Okay, well. So starting out in the game. Okay. Fine, whatever. Like they aren't they aren't the stars of the show yet. Well, no, but you get you get the the backstory of to how Kingdom Hearts happened. Of course. And this is this is start this starts to get to the point where I kind of check out, but I mean Yeah. It happens quite often. Look, it's Kingdom it's Kingdom Hearts is such a confusing fucking entity to me. It's because you've only played one of the games. Yeah, but because even when I was a kid, I'm like, oh, I want to play the Fallout the Kingdom Hearts. It's a f- GBA card collecting game that doesn't make any sense, and you can't just wander into Kingdom Hearts two. Okay, you not, have to play Birth by you. Or you have we're to not play even going to talk about Chain of Memories. Chain of Memories right is fucking garbo, man. I don't want to play a card. Okay, once you get used to the system. Okay. Oh, once you get once you put up with its bullshit, it's fine. Yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah. That's where it lost me in Kingdom Hearts 2. Fine game. Fine, fine game. I actually do have Kingdom Hearts 2. I just never beat it. But, you know, because I never beat Kingdom Hearts 1. I'm like, I'm going to be lost. And yeah. Too, too bad anybody who knows, like, you know, like, coherent, straightforward storytelling will probably be <laughs> lost anyway. Hey, 
Hey. And this game did not help. This game introduces, I believe, uh, big the big band introduces Xehanort, kind of, sort of? Yeah. Well, yeah I mean, it, when yeah. this game came out, it was the first game chronologically correct. Yes. They the didn't have that, the, that well, phone actually, game. Well, actually, they, technically the second now. First one Unchained, is, the war. The, yeah, the one that's a mobile game. The one that, that we watched a movie of, and I'm yeah. like, why is this kid in a black cloak talking to a guy in a black cloak, and they're not the same guy? But are they? And why is there like a key, why, what's this chest? And oh, this will come in handy, you know, 17 <laughs> games from now. Don't worry. <laughs> God, they have the balls. You don't understand. Okay, you know. You they have the balls to call this the first saga of Kingdom Hearts, the Xehanort saga. It is the saga. Yeah. But so this is the first saga, but the. So that implies they're going to do more? Sure. What? How? I mean, I you have a whole generation that fell in love with Kingdom Hearts. Like, they're going to buy the game. Yeah, like, well... Like, they've waited so long for Kingdom Hearts 3, which I'm praying to God that the, they give us a freaking release date next month. I'm I mean, to be fair, th- there is a, an entire press conference with Core Enix 83. Okay. So, so, odds are good that you'll get a release date. Mm-hmm. And probably some new gameplay trailers and all that jazz. But well, you can bet your ass on it up. Pre-order that shit. And probably call like a, a few sick days in work because you never do that. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, I totally expect you to be sequestered downstairs. Okay, so. well, be a change for once. Yeah, usually I'm the kind of guy that does that. Usually it's me and like Zelda or me and like you know Overwatch, Mario. Super Mario. But um, back to Birth by Sleep. So like your introduction to this was just kind of in your peripheries and like high school like you just saw okay, well, oh it's, that's a thing so actually um i didn't actually play it until they made the remix for playstation 3 mm. but what i did do is i watched someone on youtube play it oh you were ahead of the curve well yeah because i was i was curious because mm-hmm. like it looked like a good game it looked interesting i was like hey you can be a girl character in kingdom hearts what, what? so um i was interested Kyrie. Well, you couldn't play as Kyrie, I guess. I mean, she, Aqua's probably one of my favorite characters in the whole Kingdom Hearts series. She so. looks pretty compelling, and she is the star of, what, like 2.8? That little demo? Yeah, yeah, the one that came out with uh, Dream Drop Distance. No, no, um, the one that came out with, like, the PS4 collection or something. Yeah, that came out with Dream Drop Distance and the Unchained video. Yeah, the Unchained video. Yeah, right, right. It's, it's called Point Two, A Fragmentary Passage, which is, like, uh. in between... The first story. Do you know how pretentious it is to have like one. numerical, like Roman numerals two point okay. Roman? Like, we're not even regular. gonna t- we're not even gonna talk about two point eight like numeral system because honestly, I think it's a little weird myself. And like the, but, the Aqua story is called the point two. Mm-hmm. And, and Kingdom Hearts. Well, because point it's still it's still part of Birth by Sleep because it's right. Oh, after... Oh, it's like an epilogue. It's like right after and right well. It's, so it's an epilogue to this game we're talking about. No. That's not? Yes. Yes. It's an epilogue. Okay, yes. epilogue. Not yes. prologue. Epilogue. Yes. So, okay. I my just... log's all messed up here. I, well, <laughs> there's a lot of those in Kingdom Hearts as well. But, mm-hmm. uh, so, okay. Let's try and ease into this. Nar- right. Narratively, what is the beginning of Birth by Sleep? Like, how okay. does the adventure start? So, <sighs> you're introduced to the three, Aqua, Terra, and Ventus. They all seem to resemble Sora, Kyrie, and Riku in some way. Kind of like an ancestor kind of deal. Yeah, yeah. Um, Terra's the big strong guy. Ventus is like the one with all of the different combos and abilities. And Aqua is like magic and super, you know, mobile. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But you're you're you start out at what is in a place called the Land of Departure, which is where they're training to become Keyblade Masters. So why are they trained to become Keyblade Masters? Why does that matter? What what is that? Because it's the, the fight against light and darkness, and they just oh, so they got think they're there. they think I they're mean, the heroes of their journey. Of their kind of like. yeah yeah like their master, his name is Master Ericus. Um, is which he voiced is by Mark Hamill? I'm about to say, yeah, Mark, it was either Mark Hamill or Snape. Yeah, it's great. Ugh, when I found that out, I was like, oh my god, that's awesome. Yeah, Mark Just Hamill, like, if you didn't know, listeners, very prolific voice actor. So, Oh, yeah. He's in a ton of shit. But anyway, um, Ericus, and I always thought it was interesting because it's like Square Enix, Ericus, Square. It's kind of like a, you can change oh. the, the, the letters around. Kind of like Zebnish, you can make man sex, which, you know, everyone. Whoa! Okay. That, everyone makes that joke all the time. I've okay. I'm not gonna lie. I've been on the internet a long time. Yeah. I've literally never heard anybody make the man sex joke. Well, that's because you're not in the Kingdom Hearts community. No. Also, because every every person's name with the X, you take the X out. Yeah. Well, yeah. Zemnis Ansem, yeah, right? Yeah. That's what I always heard. I didn't hear the uh, man sex. Maybe I'm just not. You know. My mind's not in the gutter as much as you or something. No, I, I, that's a pretty common joke. Oh, uh, okay, sure. Very common. Literally, I want you to tweet at me, listeners, if, if you've heard that before, because <laughs> the first time I've ever heard in my life. Okay, all right. So, they're trained to become Keyblade Masters. Um, yes. So, it's only, uh, for right now, it's only Aqua and Terra that are available to get the title of Master. What about Ventus? Ventus is still pretty fresh. Um, is this like an Anakin Skywalker thing? Like, they're not going to make him a Jedi Master yet? Is he too, like, reckless and uh, headstrong? Well, he has a backstory. Okay. This is going to be a long Look, podcast, just, okay, okay, try and abridge it as much as you can without leaving out any of the two juicy details. Why, what okay, is so, Ventus's backstory? Okay, so Ventus's backstory is he comes to the Land of Departure by way of Xehanort. Because Xehanort tried to take the darkness out of him, which became a human. And his name is Vanitas. See, you're, oh I've, already, my God. I've already lost you. So. No, like... <laughs> <laughs> so, like, Xehanort tried to take the darkness out, and that darkness manifested as a person? Yes. So, what's left of Ventus, Ventus is good? is all light. Okay, so it's literally so, every, like, uh, Piccolo and Dragon Ball. It's like, it, they've done it, that kind of thing a million times. Okay. Sure. That's fine. I so, can actually comprehend that. But, the reason he did it is to yes. form what is called the Keyblade, but it's spelled X-Blade. It's weird. Uh, like the wouldn't you call it like a crossblade? Yeah, it's like um, if you. I don't know if you've seen the design, but it's two of the um, kingdom keys, and a cross makes a big giant sword. Um, essentially, it's supposed to uh, summon Kingdom Hearts, the real Kingdom Hearts. And what is the real Kingdom Hearts? Isn't uh, it a super weapon? It's. I'm not exactly like that's not really been completely explained. Like okay. at least to me, anyway. Okay. But it's like I know it's the heart of worlds. Because in the first one, the Kingdom Hearts there was the heart of many worlds. And they closed that to the darkness and, you know, helped balance those worlds out. But it was only a portion of the worlds. Really? Okay. <laughs> um, so, um, Xehanort, after trying to make Vanitas and Ventus fight to forge the Keyblade, Ventus lost. Why would their fight forge a Keyblade? That's literally the and whole entire it, plot of Kingdom Hearts 3 coming up. <laughs> right, but that's one-on-one -on -one and it's the same guy. Yes. Why would that, like, 
So, is part of Vanitas' thing like is he a guess siphon or a battery for that for the for the for the Keyblade or something? Like when he takes damage or deals out damage, does it like power the? No, no. He's just trying to create because Zayamart was very fascinated with what was called the Keyblade War. Yeah. Keyblade War. So she was around for no. No. He wasn't. No, he read about it. I thought he was in the movie we watched. Huh. That wasn't him in the the cloak. I don't think so. If it was, it was a past of him that he's he was watching. Yeah. Um, Great. But he was very fascinated with the Keyblade War and some, you know making Kingdom Hearts and the you know Battle of Light and Darkness. So he okay. wanted to create that with Ventus, and it didn't happen. So uh, when Ventus kind of passed out and lost, he sent him to the Land of Departure to train with Master Ericus. I assume so he, he wiped his... Be, oh, so he could be a better fighter. So he could be a better okay. fighter. Okay, so if it wasn't a good exactly. fight, then it wouldn't forge the weapon. Exactly. So he had to be stronger. Well, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of makes sense, and so, I guess. throughout the rest of the story, so from there on, um, you have the Keyblade Master test trials, whatever. And it's uh, Aqua and Terra. First, they're fighting these little magical orbs for some reason. And then... Um, they're fighting each other, mm-hmm. and then they come to a decision, and they're like, "Well, Terra, you couldn't hide the darkness because he was like, you know, he had like some darkness in him, and he." Wait, Terra did. Yeah, he was trying to like he was he got angry when like Aqua like hit him or something, so he was like you know trying to hold back the darkness that he had inside of him. Um. And Having they dark- sense that they, so sense, they sense his darkness. They sense his darkness. This so is, this is very Star Wars. Yeah. So they, they sensed his darkness, and they were like, so only, you know, we can only grant Aqua the title of Master. So Aqua is a Keyblade Master for the whole story. Right. Um, and Terra is devastated, obviously. Um, but what Xehanort does is he takes that to his advantage to try and warp Terra to be more into the darkness, because he's... He's like, oh, I can use this person. So these are all these are all three playable characters in the game. Yes, they have so, their own campaigns. Mm-hmm. So from there on, you have Splits. kind of your split story. Okay. You have the game. You can choose to start as Aqua Terra or Ventus. Is there like a canonical one, or do they all kind of tie to each other? They all tie to each other. Okay. Um, there are big points in the story where all three of them meet up mm-hmm. together, but other than that, you're kind of like on your own. Doing story. your own thing. You're on your own story. Um, because Terra goes off to, um, God, what does he do? Oh, okay. So, Terra goes off to, like, um, help out with darkness in the world, because there, there's Unversed. That's, like, the heartless of this game. They're called Unversed, or darkness, or whatever. Why wouldn't they be called heartless, though? They're not... They're technically not of that not, same ilk. They're not, yeah. They're not made, they're, they're not searching for hearts of, like, <coughs> the world. Right. Like the Heartless do. So, um, they try to send out Terra and Aqua to go and help with that. So Terra goes out. They still send Terra even though he was, like, not deemed a Keyblade Master? Well, yeah. I mean, they still trained. Okay. Like so he's the, he's, the, he's the wimpy Jedi Knight of the group. Sure. Um, so he goes off, and Ventus is like, oh, no, don't leave. I want to go with you. So Yeah, what's Ventus doing this whole time? So, let me get there. So, Vin- <laughs> Vin- Vin- Vinitas oh, no. shows up, but he doesn't know who Vinitas is, because, 
like Ventus like Assume, I assume Xehanort like wiped his memory or yeah, something. Yeah, something like that. So he's just like, oh, Terra's gonna leave you. But why would Vanitas not just wait patiently for his moment to fight? Does Vanitas have his own... Because Xehanort's trying to get it going. Like, he's trying to, like, get the fight going. And mm. if Ventus goes off on his own and, you know, goes to other worlds, then he can get more experience and kind of more, you know, more of a general idea of the world besides the land of departure because he was only, he was kept there. Right. To just like train and you know everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so Tara goes off on his own. Ventus tries to follow, and Aqua's like kind of like the mom of the group. She's just like, no, Ventus, don't go after him. So she has to go follow Ventus, mm. and it's just like it's kind of where they all take their separate journeys from there. So with Tara, his journey is basically Xehanort trying to take over his his body. That's essentially Tara's his, body? yeah, his whole story is Xehanort's trying to get him to accept darkness into him and to be able to make Terra into his eventual vessel at the end of the game. So that's like the kind of bit that just it's building to as all the, like, I assume that each character has different Disney worlds they go to? No, they all go to the same one, just at different points in the story. Mm. So, like, uh, you go to the Snow... You go to Snow White's world. You go to Cinderella's world. Mm-hmm. Um, you go to Sleeping Beauty's world. Is that kind of thematically... Uh, is there a, com- a thematic through line that, like, this is all, like, classic old Disney? This is, like... Well, yeah, because the, the... The older Kingdom Hearts... Chronologically, maybe? Well, kind of. That, that's, poss- that's possible, but mm-hmm. you also have the Seven Princesses of Heart in the original Kingdom Hearts, so you're kind of like, oh, what happened to them before that? And that's how, okay, that's how that came to be then. Okay. Yeah. So mm-hmm. after it kind of be, uh, after the end of Birth by Sleep, you kind of assume that all the worlds there just kind of went into darkness. Right. And when a world goes into darkness, it's like gone, gone, right? Like, that's why all the Final Fantasy characters are in, like, Traverse Town. Yeah. Yeah, because Travis Town kind of, like, collects, like, people that Which is really sad, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) That, like, oh, your entire world's gone, except, I guess, I guess, okay, Aerith, you get to live, except your entire world is dead. I mean, Cloud, I mean, Yuffie, and... Sure, yeah, you have a couple of your friends, but that still sounds like a bummer. Well, at the end of Kingdom Hearts 1, they all go back to their worlds, because Sora restored all of them. Uh, Of course they did. See, I okay. really wish they would have gone to the actual Final Fantasy worlds. See, that'd be cool. Do you know but... how cool it would be if Sora was dicking around in Midgar? Midgard? Yeah. No. Midgar. Okay, oh. that's, that's Guardian. God. I'm sorry. Jeez. See, uh, you, haven't, you haven't even played 7, so you can't even like... Oh my you god, two games I know you're it's talking Midgar. About. You have no experience I've played Cloud and Super Smash Brothers for Cl- Wii U. No, that doesn't even count, that man. That counts. No, it doesn't. Yeah, did you see the trailer? Like, it starts as like, the same as Final Fantasy 7's trailer. Japanese voice actor and everything. Get out. Oh. So, but why at the end of Birth by Sleep, I assume, like, it sets so the in motion. Of, so, it, uh, let's not skip to the ending yet. I'm okay. just saying, everything's not set back to normal and fixed. In, Absolutely the not. Because it's setting directly into Kingdom Hearts 1. Yeah, because you had no idea who these people are. So okay. you you kind of know from the get-go, it's not going to end very well. <laughs> right. So like The um, status quo is going to be, it's... Not to go back to Star Wars, but kind of the end of the Jedi Order kind of thing. In the prequels. Very religious yeah. Sithy. Yeah. Because, so. 
Yeah. So in Tara's journey, he, you know, Xehanort's tempting him and, you know, telling him to use the darkness and, you know, yeah, use your anger and blah, blah, blah. Um, and it eventually, it eventually leads to the part where <sighs> Tara eventually kills Master Ericus. Shit. Yeah. Did not see that coming. Yeah. Well, he was trying to protect Ventus because Ericus was like, oh no, Ventus is trying to fight Vanitas and I can't let that happen, so I have to kill Ventus. How does Ericus know about the struggle between Ventus and Vanitas? Because Is he all-knowing kind of thing? Because he knows that Xehanort was interested in that stuff. So he's... And he heard about, you know, Vanitas and Ventus. He's not, like, you know, stupid because he sent Aqua out kind of to be, like, a little scout. Like, uh, what's going on, so... See, the more I listen, the more I find, like, Star Wars parallels, because I'm, hear, I'm hearing a little bit of Yoda in this guy, and a little Emperor in, uh... Xehanort? Yeah, yeah. Except I don't think the Emperor goes back in time and makes, like, 13 clones of himself or something, or whatever ends up happening. I, I'm sorry if I end up butchering the, the, the masterfully woven tales of... Dream Drop Distance, but that was the one where I, the more I look into it, the more I have questions coming back out. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely a complicated story, but it's just something you fall in love with. Like, uh, okay, okay. What? What? Well, I mean, I, it, even Birth by Sleep, it didn't seem that complicated because it was all about, like, learning about the Keyblade Wars and setting into motion the things of Kingdom Hearts 1, which leads into... Everything else. Everything. Well, I mean, which directly leads into the card game and then two and then I mean I don't know this is when you start getting into like 358 over two days and it's like let's have a game with Roxas only I guess yeah yeah sure I you gotta you gotta get all points there's also a DS game in like 2009 so it's just like mm, it's so anyway weird. back to um, oh back to the, the yeah back to the the actual you know birth by sleep um oh god where was I at with Tara okay so eventually well, Tara kills... Tara kills Ericus. Ericus. And Xehanort destroys the Land of Departure, kind of. Oh, shit. Kind of. Like, he, 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 he fucks it up. Mm-hmm. But, um... I'm gonna leave it, Tara, at that for now. So, Ventus, his story. So, he goes off. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to find Tara, because he's like, oh, it's like my big brother. He's like, you know, we're, we're best buds. We've trained together. Um, so, Riku? Yeah. Yeah, okay. kind of like that. Um, and, you know, Tara was kind of like a mentor to him and taught him a lot more about, you know, being, you know, wielding his keyblade and kind of being that model for him. Mm-hmm. So he goes after him and he goes on his own adventures, very sore esque, very like, oh, let me help you because I'm a great person and I'm full of light, you know? <laughs> right. Um, and along the way, he figures out who Vanitas is and why Xehanort wants to have that fight and does that fight powers the does it power the kingdom hearts powers the kingdom hearts yes it opens that the what that one fight like what was so special about Ventus in the, in the first place I don't know <laughs> I honestly don't know they never explained that part no like uh, not even in like the movie we watched or like, something I'm kind of drawing a blank from I mean, that part, but like, maybe that's something it's important. About in three, yeah, maybe it's, it's a chosen one narrative, I guess, right? I, mm-hmm. in, that, in that regard, yeah. Which then you're drinking my coke. It, uh, sorry. <laughs> Which I mean, then Storm becomes the real chosen one, not like not unlike Anakin and Luke Skywalker. Just saying, there's a lot of Star Wars in here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Ironic as I would love to see Star Wars stuff in Kingdom Hearts. I'm just saying. Little Keyblade lightsaber. You know how awesome that would be? Sure. Sure. Mm. Okay, so Ventus is fighting Vanitas and learns more about him. Yeah. So what I... I um, so he's... God. Like... He's... His his is more pretty straightforward. Like, oh, you know, is he gonna fight Vanitas? And you know, eventually he does. Yes, and he gets to they get to the Keyblade Graveyard, which was the original um, fighting place of the Keyblade War. Mm. It's, it's super cool. Is that what they allude to at the end of like Kingdom Hearts Two, like that CG trailer for like three? Yeah. Knights in that weird battlefield. Yeah. Well, that's their armor. How they travel in space, like, the, well, the, how they transfer, tra- how they travel to other worlds. It's cool. Like their armor is cool. Travel in space in that like pretty regal, rustic looking like yeah armor. Okay, that's I, that's their protection against the darkness while they're traveling to other worlds and their key okay. Blade, so their tell key me, blade, like transforms into like a fucking like spaceship for them. Okay, I was cool. about to say there has to yeah. be a spaceship at yeah, some point spaceship. because it's Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, and I didn't see. I didn't know that that uh, not the chipmunks. Um, who makes the gummy ships and stuff? The chipmunks, the Chip and Dale. Chip and Dale, that's it. I'm gonna get they, killed for that. They are chipmunks. But Chip and Dale, I didn't know Chip and Dale built with protecting against the darkness in mind. <laughs> I wonder where they studied up on that. I mean, they're gummy blocks. It's just they're it's gummy like blocks. a it's like a it's like a natural a, deterrent. Well, it's like a like de- a, a deodorant. A NASA rocket scientist making a rocket. Like yeah, they're gummy blocks. They're for gummy ships that I don't know like gummy blocks gummy blocks also seem like giant like not Legos what are, like mega blocks yeah they are and that, God, they're, they're a pain in the ass to like actually well, yeah. make so how does Birth Pets kind of deal with that like they, do you make a gum, do you make gummy no, ships no no oh they just have them no no I'm telling you their armor and their keyblade is their way to get to the world so like their keyblade their just materializes keyblade, a ship around them yeah their keyblade transforms into a fucking ship Okay. That like, sure. That, that's the most far-fetched thing you've heard. I'm just about imagining. In I'm just imagining like an Iron Man suit. Like, you know, the weapon just morphs around them and turns into the ship. I mean, I can show you a clip of it. I, I can kind of picture it in my mind already, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with like that. you know the Tony Tony Stark friggin' like suitcase that just turns into his suit or something. That kind of thing. Uh-huh. Sure. Okay. Uh-huh. So their keyblades <coughs> turn into ships that take them from world to world. Yes. So why are these worlds also traversable by spaceship? What? Why can you go from like Cinderella's world to like Sleeping Beauty's world by spaceship? Like, are they planets? Are they different? Pl- or are yeah, they... have you you played Kingdom Hearts, right? I forget this detail. Okay, is, well, is there a like, dimensional? It's like a world map. It's like a world map. But are there you any click like your destination and you go? Okay, I get mechanically how it works, but like lore wise, is it just like is there like portals and shit or like the, is there kind of interdimensional Sometimes. doohickery? Because like these like all, I mean, all these places are technically on Earth. I mean, yeah, you have your own like little like gummy ship fight kind of. Mm-hmm. Like each one has a different like fight or something to do to get there. <laughs> Good lord. 
I don't know. Like all the gummy ship stuff looks like some, some of them have like random ass bosses you have to fight to get through. That doesn't sound fun at all. Yeah. Now, if they were if they were like Disney villains or something, like if I spot, if I fought like Emperor Zerg's ship or something, that'd be fun. Mm. I, I'm totally ready for discount Tom Hanks to pile around with me. Um, they couldn't even get Colin Hanks. It, it, no. <laughs> completely gone off topic. I'm talking about Kingdom Hearts. I'm yeah. just saying. And Aqua's going to be in Kingdom Hearts 3. So, okay, so Aqua. So what's she doing this entire time while Terra and Ventus kind of have to run parallel journeys? So she's kind of trying to chase him <clears throat> down. And Both of them? Well, kind of. Like, she's trying to figure out, like, what's going on. Like... Why is Tara making these terrible decisions? Like, um, you know, she visits the Sleeping Beauty world and finds out that, I guess, Tara had helped get her into her spell. Um, You figure out that... um, Oh, man. God, I gotta... Snow White. I gotta think. Like, Snow White, she was kind of in her own thing. Does Tara make the apple? Um, the The queen asks Tara to kill her. But he doesn't. But he doesn't. Uh, Obviously, because he's like, "Mm, no, I'm not doing that. So actually, hold on. Because this might tie into other games too, Mm -hmm. but like, when you, when Kingdom Hearts characters go to Disney Worlds, are their stories usually after the movies? Or are they concurrent to the movies? It depends. depends. Because I know like Tarzan Clayton's still messing around and he Mm -hmm. has one of those gruesome deaths, I Mm -hmm. think, in Disney history, but... Uh, so they're kind of like interquel side story kind of thing sometimes. Um, because like Tara, Tara be putting, like being part of the spell seems kind of like almost retconning in a way or like. Well, he was a part of what? Um, oh god. <laughs> He's part of what? Uh, like started the spell. Okay. And then, especially with Snow White, he was like tasked to go and find her. Right. And um, what was the Seven Dwarves? Oh, wait, that was Snow White. Oh, God. Oh. So I'm talking about Cinderella. Oh, but in Cinderella, in the Cinderella world, he's actually very good because he's actually like escorting her to the castle and everything. Oh, that's kind of sweet. Yeah, it's kind of cute. Well, what other Disney worlds are there besides those three? Um, there's the the Stitch one. Lilo and Stitch. Not Lilo. Just, just Stitch. Because like it's, on its home it's, planet or it's something. On, no, it's on a spaceship. Mm. It's a little more lame, but I mean, hey, it's contemporary. Mm-hmm. Better than Chicken Little. God, I can't believe mm-hmm. Immortalized in time, Chicken Little and Kingdom Hearts 2. No. I never really used Chicken Nobody Little. Nobody remembers. Nobody remembers Chicken Little. <laughs> Nobody remembers that Zach Braff <laughs> motherfucker. And his, it's the most DreamWorks movie Disney's ever made, I'd say. God. That could have been like Moana or something. That could have been anything. Well, I guess not in 2006, but my word. Um, let's see what other worlds were there. Um, there was... Is there a little mermaid again? There was Hercules, because Zack was in there with uh, pre-Hercules, when he was like wimpy Hercules. So Zack, again, another like prequel-ish kind of character, if you think about it. Yeah, yeah. So I guess that, that's kind of cool how like a lot of the characters and even the background stuff is just all tied into... You know, beforeisms like okay. Zach, because I because one of the saddest images my friends because uh, a lot of my friends are actually huge Kingdom Hearts nerds. If you uh-huh. didn't know, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's it's all kind of built around like prequelisms and all all that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that's a pretty cool way to do things. 
Yeah. Um, let's see. What else was there? Um, Other worlds? Yeah. I mean, you said Stitch was more based on a spaceship? Yeah, like, it's right when, like, he's, like, the experiment 626. Like, okay, uh, so, uh, <coughs> again, not to nail too many things in, but, hmm. <coughs> Before Lilo and Stitch? Yes. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, it's all about how things are set in motion. And, you know, you, you've been talking about these kind of distant and disparate paths that Terra and the Aqua and Aventus are on. So, like, Aqua's kind of just in last place, kind of tailing behind them. Oh, yeah, she's just checking on them. Um, what she's trying to do is... <clears throat> she was upset, you know, with Tara that he didn't pass his his exam. his exam because mm-hmm. she was named master and he wasn't. And they planned on doing it together, like you know, the friends that they are. Mm-hmm. So she's like, you know, I'm gonna just keep an eye on him and you know show you that he's really a master, that he can do this, like you know, that he can hold back his darkness or whatever. And then like she follows the world that he goes to and just hears about the stuff that he does and she's like, Why are you putting yourself close to the darkness? Why are you being so um reckless? And um, you know, he's just like, you know, you're you're spying on me, so I'm gonna go off on my own and, you know, don't worry about me. Um and he kinda puts from then on his faith into Xehanort. And um gets closer to him and Xehanort's like you know I can show you what real power is and goes on from there Hmm. and then Aqua's you know slowly figuring out about um, you know the whole Ventus and Vanitas thing Vanitas stuff yeah and she even fights Vanitas a few times to stop him to be Hmm. like no I don't want you to (laughs) so is Vanitas like an allegory for Roxas at all or is this a no he looks like Sora Vanitas looks like Sora yes Hmm. Interesting. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. Uh, so I was doing some notes on this. Uh, this game had multiplayer? Uh, multiplayer. Uh, I'm looking at a big section called multiplayer on its entry here. And it says that there's like some kind of weird uh, multiplayer modes in a Mirage Arena. And it looks like there's like a deathmatch kind of game. Like... It, I guess it was only the PSP version. I never played it. It says that it was only like through ad hoc wireless multiplayer, so I guess in those remakes they just didn't bother with it. Mm-mm. But uh, that sounded crazy. Yeah. There's a board game with like command board mechanics. You yeah, that's get... fun. That's fun. It's kind of like a... Oh, what would you Is it like Harry Potter chess? No, I would more call it kind of like Risk or Mon- Monopoly kind of. Okay. Like you have to get a certain amount of points to win mm-hmm. and then like hit a checkpoint to... F- like win the whole game yeah um but those were fun because you could get like a bunch of like um abilities and items for yourself and uh, just get a lot of experience from playing the game gotcha um and then there was a kind of like a new world it was like it was called disney town and it was like a fair festival kind of thing where queen Minnie. yeah you think they would have called it toontown that was big at the time wasn't it i don't remember there was like an mmo thing based on roger rabbit you know Roger Rabbit. Now he would be a good Kingdom Hearts world. Do you, do you Roger Rabbit, yeah. Yeah, the, to- the Toontown in general, because it's just a blend of like cartoons in real life. But I mean that that hot that IP is old, and also Bob Hoskins unfortunately passed away. So yeah. Well, 
I enjoyed. I saw that movie. I liked it a lot. I thought that Christopher Lloyd was crazy. Crazy fuck. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that was great. Mm-hmm. Seeing him in that such a heel role. Yeah. But oh god, I that was, see. I just want them to double down on the crossover stuff in Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> as much as this lore that you've been expounding upon me mm-hmm. has been kind of its own journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, how cool would it be to have like I don't know, Tidus, Aqua, and Laura Croft fight? You know. In Toontown, against against Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> I'm just saying, mm, Laura Croft is a Square no. property. I know it is. And and Laura Croft could have like Captain America's shield or something. You know, like you just go crazy with the. No. You're working then with that's, Disney. No, that's dumb. Oh really? It wasn't dumb before. Yeah. It wasn't dumb when it was it's Disney characters. It's just strictly Disney and Final but, Fantasy. But yeah, it, what's what's. Disney's so massive, and it's actually in a kind of greater picture kind of thing, worrisome and, and bad that they're that big, that they own so much, and that they can do so much, but at least give us that hey, well, little when, when Kingdom Hearts When Kingdom Hearts started, they didn't have Marvel. No, they didn't. They didn't have... No, no, no. What, Fox? Do they have Fox? Well, no, they didn't have Fox at the time, and they didn't have uh, Star Wars at the time. Yeah, so like all those things. Are, I guess it was not... when Disney. Disney was kind of at a lowish period in the early two thousands. Yeah. I mean, they had some Pixar stuff going for them, but even then, that was like a tenuous kind of picture deal. So they were more willing to take risks to capture a young male audience, mm-hmm. like in a big budget video game, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why you know they did stuff like Atlantis: The Lost Empire. Was that in any, any Kingdom Hearts games? What Atlantis: The Lost no, Empire? No, it hasn't been. No. Again, I'm just I'm just saying, do literally any other water world than than Little Mermaid, please. Yeah. Like, please do Moana for God's sakes. That'd be amazing. Like, Little Mermaid, the second in the second Kingdom Hearts. Um, bad, just bad. It was just, it was just a story you just kind of watched, and you did a little musical number, and just like, eh, wasn't really kind into of a it. waste of my time. Unless I got like, I think I got like the Thundaga ability or something like that. Thundaga. Yeah. It's Thundaga. 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 That's okay. Moving on. Moving just way past that right now. <laughs> I'm not gonna talk about pronunciation. <laughs> what? Well, what kind of? Um, so Goofy and Donald were your main allies in Kingdom Hearts, Kingdom Hearts Two, and stuff. Were you, did you have any tentpole ally figures in uh, Birth by Sleep, or did it change per character? In each world you went to, you have what was called like a, a D link, and you got like a. Uh, <sighs> you got like a special and like some sort of like booster, so you could like harness their power and like be in what's called like a oh god like they were they're like um, surges like you would have if you would like say you casted fire yeah a bunch of times then you would be eligible to get like fire strike and you could unlock it with you know triangle and have like fire on your sword and do like all these. Confusing. <laughs> It's really not. It's actually really cool. You, you do you prefer that to having your allies there, or would you rather have like no physical people there? Um, I honestly being like a single player because you're just by yourself okay. in this game. Yeah. So you have what's called a command deck. It's not your typical Kingdom Hearts attack magic items thing. Right. You have you can create your own deck of like mm-hmm. what your attack is. You can mix items in there, magic in there. Hmm. The thing is, you have to wait for the bar to fill up. Yeah. And, um, you know, you have to unlock abilities and, and um, to, to kind of make so the bar fill up. it's a bit more intuitive because you don't have a whole team. That makes sense. Yeah. It's kind of more like you're on your own and 
you have this thing called a shot lock where you hold the R1 button and you can like kind of like use like a, a, a telescope kind of thing and you can zone in on all of your enemies. And this is for every character? Each character can do this? Each character can do this and it has like a different variety. Because you, you were saying how each character has a bit of an archetype to fill, but like ultimately they can still kind of be whatever they want when you control them, right? Like, they, or, or can you literally just not I mean, make Terra so, a mage type? It's hard to make Terra. Like, I'm not saying you can't it's not have like mate- them. It's, a, it's, it's, not, it's not even like material where you can kind of just do whatever you want. No, it's not at all. Like, with Aqua, okay. you, you have um, Spellweaver. That's a um, form only to her. Because mm-hmm. um, she, you know, has a Keyblade thing where she shoots... Um, she shoots her keyblade, kind of like Wisdom Form in Kingdom Hearts 2. Um, and then she kind of glides around and like does this little like pirouette thing. It's really cute. Um, okay. And Tara has like a rock one where he's like super strong. He has okay, critical right. hits. Mean, that is Earth. So I guess yeah, the... yeah. And then Ventus has out. his like his air one where he's like super like. You know, okay, so so now this so now they're like allegories for the, the elements of like. Of themselves, kind of. So who's the fire element? There's no fire element. <sighs> like, Terra, Terra is probably more the one that has the fire element. Okay. Okay, I was just trying to draw more, like, mysticism parallels to to that, I guess. But, yeah. I mean, because, like, Aqua, Terra, mm-hmm. I mean, Ventus, not super really, but, I mean, it's, even it's then. Wind. It's wind. I mean, you can look it up. It's, well, it's then wind. who's Py- Pyros or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> the secret fourth DLC character. Maybe he's in the multiplayer. He's just <laughs> only in that mode. Yeah. Um, but um, <coughs> what was the most standout moment in uh, Birth by Sleep? Like, did the how it connected to the first game like directly kind of hit you? Pretty okay, hard? so you get to the point where um, <laughs> you finish all the worlds, and Terra goes to Destiny Islands, where, uh, where yep. Sora, Rika, and, and Kyrie, Kyrie are. And he meets Sora and Riku when they're little kids. Mm-hmm. And he senses that they have really good strength, and he passes on the power of the Keyblade to Riku. Which effectively makes him the chosen one. Which effectively For makes Hearts him the chosen one. Sets the mission. But what happens is they're like, you know, Sora, will you make sure to keep Riku on the straight path and like help him out if he gets stuck into darkness and Riku and Sora's like, yeah, of course, he's my best friend. So it's kind of like a line of succession. Okay. Which explains a lot of Kingdom Hearts because you have Riku who's supposed to be the actual chosen one. Chosen one. And, um, Sora gets it because Riku chose the darkness. And the Keyblade is of light. Right. He gets. So it goes on to Sora. And Riku finds his own path. Yeah. Um, but that's how you figure out, like, oh, it was originally supposed to be Riku. Like, he was supposed to be. The He's original. who Terra chose. Yes. And Aqua also goes to Destiny Island. I was about to say, Aqua has to be kind of involved. After Terra. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, you have you have the Keyblade ability. Oh, okay, cool. Well, I'm just going to leave you guys here and, you know. Does she ever have a moment with Kyrie or anything? Yes, she does. Um, Come on. I honestly, I can't remember it. I, I Was it not that memorable, I guess? Well, like... 
I think it had something to do with her connection, like, oh, shit, this is it. Okay. <laughs> One of the worlds that now I'm just, it's coming to my head, because, like, I haven't played this game in a while, but I, I loved it. But um, One of the worlds is called Radiant Garden, which is a world in Kingdom Hearts 2, but it's, like, Radiant Garden fucked up. But this is Radiant Garden when it was actually Radiant Garden. Right. Um, and Kyrie is the princess of Radiant Garden. And Even back then? Yes. Even in Birth by Sleep times? Yes, because she was she was the seventh princess of heart. And Radiant Garden was the kingdom she was from. So they meet Kyrie as a princess then before she moves to Destiny Islands with Sora and Riku. Okay. So she oh, meets up with them, and that's how she gets the power of the Keyblade is she passes it on to Kyrie. Aqua does? Yes. But Aqua still has that power. Just because she passes it on, she doesn't lose that power? No. No, she just, you can bestow it onto someone. Oh, that's convenient. So, yeah. So that's kind of how they originally, that's how you get their origins of how they originally got the the power of the Keyblade. So, yeah. um, You ever figure out how they even got to Destiny Island in the first place? Like, Sora, Riku, and Kyrie? I mean, I guess not Kyrie, but, like, how'd they even end up there? Is that another thing where they're just, like, eh, maybe in Kingdom Hearts 3? Although, I think they have bigger fish to fry in that game. Yeah. God, that game's going to have to be so much. Yeah, man. Can't wait. Can't wait, though. I know. It's going to be great. But, I mean, it seems like Birth by Sleep is a great, like, out of all of them, like, the core ones well, to I play. Haven't, I haven't even hit the ending yet. Okay, so what? what's the ending? Okay, so you What get, is the ending? So they all meet up in the Keyblade Graveyard where the first Keyblade War happened. Right. And Xehanort's there with Vanitas and... Ventus is trying to resist not fighting with Vanitas, but it's really hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, Xehanort is kind of like throwing him around. He's freezing him. He's throwing him off a cliff. And Terra's trying to fight Xehanort like, oh, no, no, I'm not going to go into the dark side. And then, you know, he eventually does. So um, he has a fight with Xehanort and he loses. And Xehanort takes over his body. Is that about to say that's how he takes over his body? He becomes handsome. Um, no. He become he he becomes what is called Terranort by by fans, but he's kind of like the scientist that worked with Ansem the Wise. But he looks like Terra, but, but he, he has the Zan- white. But he has the white, white hair, hair and yellow Zanort. and yellow eye of the eyes of Xehanort. Yeah. And he and that person kills Ansem the White or Wise Ansem the Wise. No. And, beca- and no, takes he, his name? He, he essentially kind of exiles him to try to in- to finish his work. Yeah. And takes over his name. And who's Xemnas again? What? Who's Xemnas again? It's Ansem. It's, it's, um... It's his, sh- his, his it's shadow? It's that form of Xehanort's nobody. I know, I know, it's so bad. Oh my god, it's so that's so much. Like, <laughs> what? What's what's Aqua's nobody? She hasn't died. Well, she's gonna probably get one, isn't she? Like, like. I don't know. She's trapped Ax, in the Ax realm Quest of she's what? trapped in the realm of darkness for it, all we know right now. I, because she's out of the King Mickey, though. Okay, no, no, not anymore. Not well, anymore. not right now. Okay. So I'm just, okay. Okay. So at the end of um, Zuqua, okay. that could be the, the that what? could be the Zuqua or something. Could be like Aqua's. Never mind. Shut up. Nobody. Um. 
So, Ventus and Venetus eventually fight. Right. And it kind of breaks, it, it breaks Ventus. So, he's asleep, and Aqua tries to protect him, so she takes his body back to the land of departure, which is kind of in ruins right, right. now. But, since she's a master, Ericus is like, oh, well, I have a way to, you know, make sure that this world stays safe. Hmm. But Ericus died, I thought. Yes, but he told her this before she left on her journey initially. Right. So, um, what happens is that turned into the um, world that is known as Castle Oblivion that Hmm. you play in Recon. Recon? Chain of Memories. That castle is the land of departure. Okay. And Ventus is sleeping in there. In? In in Castle Oblivion. But... in Chain of Memories, he's there? No, oh, you don't okay. know that. But the Land of Departure is disguised as Castle uh, Oblivion. And the only one uh, and the only one who can find the Chamber of Waking where he is is Aqua. Gotcha. So gotcha. in King Mark III you gotta find Aqua to find Ventus first. That's what I think anyway. But do you think Terra's just like doom doomed? No. Because even though Xanar is taken over his body, he um, tried. He he held him back long enough for Aqua to get away with Ventus. Oh, so he's still kicking around in there somewhere. Yeah, he's kicking around in his own body. Right. But you know, Xanar is kind of in control right now. Okay. Okay. Whew. And I I can tell you didn't even touch on like half of it. Because. <laughs> then Aqua puts okay no okay so then Aqua puts Ventus in his chamber right so then she's like oh I gotta go save Terra I gotta go help him and they find you know they find them at Radiant Garden and they fight again Mm -hmm. and she oh god she gets into like some sort of darkness where Terra is and they're both falling Mm -hmm. but she's got her armor so she takes off her armor and gives it to Tara. Saves him. Okay. And she falls into the darkness and that's how you get into the fragmentary passage. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Boom. And that's how it starts going into that. Yeah. So she's just her her story's pretty tragic. She's trying to save everyone. Yeah, but she she just it all work out. And she just sacrificed herself to Make sure that her friends are okay. Yeah, but that sacrifice is just being in a different world, and it seems like she's just going to get rescued anyway. Yeah, but, I mean, she's been in there for, you know, how long Ten years? it turned... Yeah, how long it took for Sora and Riku to grow up into who they are now. So ten it's years. like 10, 15 years. Okay, well, I mean, I don't know. A lot of Kingdom Hearts seems to work in, like, hundreds or thousands of years. Mm. Like, I don't even know how old any of these people are. How do they even age? Like, what, what metric do they use to even age? Who knows? Who knows? So, but it's it's just a great game. Like the bat, like the bat, like the fighting is so unique. It's so cool, and I, and I like how they incorporated that. It kind of into Dream Drop Distance was with the command decks. Mm-hmm. Um, like you can create your own little commands, and right, um, that was cool. And you could also like um, kind of mix your own um, commands. Like uh-huh. you you put like. Fire Aga and like Strike Raid, which would make Fire Raid to. This is a Dream Drop? 
No. Oh, this is in, in Birth, Birth by Sleep. You could do, okay, like, okay. mix commands together to make a new command and make it awesome. That's pretty cool. And that's how you learned, like, fire resistance. Like, if you got fire strength, you'd get fire resistance or something like that. See, they needed, they needed to make more of the Kingdom Hearts games into movies. Like, they made 358 <laughs> over two days into movies. Yeah. And they made, you know, the, the phone game into a movie. Why not just do that for, you know, Chain of Memories? Because it's an actual game. Yeah, but I'd rather just watch it. Look, that card combat is just too Okay, much. well, that's two parts. Okay, even the part with Sora, that's only half of the game. Because that's Sora's part. Riku's part Riku. is the second part. I don't even know there's a fucking second part until I beat Sora's. Sora's and I part. was like, shit, there's Riku's story here. What's he doing here? Uh, <laughs> God. And you're just like, that's how you figure out how he gets out. But that, that is birth by sleep. I'd say not in a nutshell. And like not fra- in a nutshell. Like, fragments of a nutshell. Like, I, I love this game, but I'm probably missing a lot, and I apologize to everyone listening. Like, what the fuck is she talking about? Hey, you because... remember the part with Kyrie being apparently some kind of space princess? Hey, she's the seventh princess of heart. I just thought she was like that because she was on the island. No. And so, was, sure. Like, after Look, her, I, okay, look, no, I'm good. No. no, I... No, see, you started this podcast, and you're going to finish it. So, oh after her world fell into darkness, yeah. I guess it marooned her onto Destiny Islands. Just randomly. Again, where? what is distance in this... Universe. You're asking too many questions. I'm just saying it should make log- make logical sense. I should just <laughs> fell into Destiny Islands and oh, it's just it like make logical sense. Oh, Kyrie, oh, I'll, I'll do everything to protect Kyrie's heart. Oh. Uh, there's just so much in this. this everyone is uh, essentially everyone is connected to Sora or Xehanort. That's all you need to know about Kingdom Hearts. All right, fair enough. All right, I wish I could have done about three hours of Kingdom Hearts podcasting in total. Condense that into. Well, everybody's either on Team Sora or Team Xehanort. I mean, we haven't even talked about the Nobodies. Or Can the we not? 13. Can, not right now? Not in this game. They're not around in this game. Well, that's true. That's, yeah. yeah. This is before all that stuff. Uh-huh. So. But it is... No, listen, listen. It does have the original Organization 13 members before their Organization 13 members. Like, even you've like got... Axel? Yeah. Like, is there Lee? Kid Axel? Kid Lee? Kind of, yeah. And, right. and whatever, Sykes or whatever his name is. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. You know who you're talking to? What? Look, this is a Dragon Ball podcast. That'd be your guy, but yeah, okay. this is your domain. But, like, essentially, like, you have Zigbar, Brig. Zigbar? Yeah, Zigbar, number two. Organization number two. Okay. First time I ever heard the name Zigbar. Okay. I feel like I would remember the name, the, a name as iconic as Zigbar. And there's Zaldin. Dylan. <laughs> His actual name is Dylan. Of course it is. <laughs> Do not mock me. Oh my god, how cute. <laughs> he was actually a bitch to fight in Kingdom Hearts too. Go figure. But that is Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep. And thank you, Hannah, for joining me and talking about this, uh, this giant uh, sort of question mark that's being formed in my head. Yeah. The more you talk about Kingdom Hearts. I could I could keep talking about it for, I know for you probably can. like another half hour. Uh, but I'm like, okay. I haven't even touched other points of this That's game. That's okay. That's okay. You're good. You can find many more podcasts where we uh, wax nostalgic about all these kinds of games on pnbcast.com, uh, through Grind Forever, or through Level Select, the level-based podcast hosted by Robert Beach. You can find our more conversational, laid-back, what's-going-on podcast. It's called PNB. 
Or you listen to our anime podcast, uh, Grain for or bleh, oof, Full Metal Optimists, hosted by me and Travis Foster. We talk about uh, every episode of Full Metal Optimist Brotherhood week by week. We're in a bit of a hiatus right now, but that's because just because of some little Patreon shakeups that are going on. But hey, you want to help us out at patreon.com slash pnb? We would love that help. Is there a song from King Hearts Worth Leslie you'd like to go out on? Yes, but I can't remember what it's called. Do you know what the context is? I can, I can, yeah, search for it. Yeah, I can. Um, pro- it's probably like I mean, the prologue, like the the main theme song. I could just dearly like, beloved again. It's not dearly beloved. Oh, it's not. It's something oh, kind of oh. different. I mean, it's it's a it's a form of it, but it's way more prettier than like any other version, in my opinion. Well, you'll know what we go out on. <laughs> so. For hanging out myself, have a good one.